0: Who is it that I aspire to be? That is the question that we should be asking ourselves all the time. What kind of person am I?
1: Hey guys, welcome to Moments, a podcast about moments that have changed your life for the better or the worse. My name is Jasmine Duaneus and I'm your host. In today's episode, we talk to Mistress D, a dominatrix living in the BDSM community. Now just a fair warning before we begin, This does include explicit content. So if you're not into that, please check out another episode. Now with that being said, let's get into it.
0: Hi, I am Mistress D and I am just what it says. I'm a mistress, a goddess, some call it a dominatrix. I'm dominette. That's what I do. That must be nice.
1: And you picked those names, right? Or they did?
0: Well, I pick the names. Sometimes they pick what they're going to call of the two, what oh. they're going to call me.
1: And how did you get into doing this?
0: I have been dominant, I think most of my life, but about, oh, I'll say 20, no, maybe about 15 years ago, I met a guy in the chat room on AOL. We did this mostly through phone or text, and I would tell him what I would want. And then about four years ago, I decided that I was going to make some extra money. And I heard about people making money by selling pictures of their feet. And so I looked up on the internet to figure out how to do that, where I would do it. And I came across this, this site called collar space. And it was for, subs and dominants to kind of find each other
1: i'm sorry to interrupt is that the Uh only thing that they have on the website or do they have like more in there pertaining to you know the bdsm community or is it just doms and subs
0: no it's basically anyone who's kind of into any of that kind of stuff so bdsm dom subs all that kind of stuff and i had never seen it before I wrote a profile right off the top of my head of the way I was feeling and I immediately started getting literally like hundreds of messages back.
1: What's like an example of something that you would write to catch a client's attention?
0: Well, what I wrote, and again, it was easy to write. I just started writing it. It said something like, I am your goddess. I am your owner. This is all about me, not about you. When I tell you to jump, you will not say how high because you will just be expected to jump without question. Uh, It was that kind of stuff. And I said that I can be your owner anywhere in the world because this site is worldwide. I said, I can make this happen anywhere and let's get this started now. And there was more to it, but that was basically the gist of it.
1: Would you say this is like one of your main incomes?
0: It was for a while, but it's not now. I've kind of toned it down a little bit too. So for a while, it was one of my main incomes. I do still receive money from it and other items. That's nice. So so do you have cash cows then? Well, I'm a really kind of a different kind of mistress. I am not just a mistress that does one session and you're done. I'm a mistress that actually cares for my subs. I take them into my life. I become their mentor, their tutor. I become everything to them. And I take care of them. And in return, they take care of me. I don't take everybody, I'm very particular. And they have to earn their way to be my boy. And what happens is some paid monthly. Some give tribute when they can. Some do other things. I received a computer, a new computer from one of them. I have received gifts, probably total maybe five $6,000, if not more.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. But in return, I do give them something. I'm not just doing financial domination. That's a different thing. I give them myself. I give them my time. I help them out in every aspect of their life. A lot of these men are actually married too. Oh, wow. I don't try to break up their marriage. I try to make their marriage better. I actually have one where I talk to his wife.
1: What? Yeah. Yeah. What's that about? What's the story
0: behind that? <laughs> well, he's younger. And at first he lied to me and did not tell me he was married. I also do research. I Google as much as I can. I find out things about them. I don't do it to blackmail them. I do it to know who my boys are. I don't do blackmail. We, mm-hmm. we form a, a, a relationship. Well, he lied to me for a while. And when he finally came back into my life, I asked him if he was married, told him I basically knew. He said he was. And then he said his wife was kind of upset because he could only do things like get hard when he thought of me and couldn't have sex unless I told him he could. So I started talking to her. He asked if I would talk to her and I did. And I told her how it was. And I told her, I'm not trying to break your marriage up. I'm trying to make your marriage better. And you have to understand he's a sub. He was a sub when you married him and you knew it.
1: How do you feel about taking like married clients?
0: I take married clients, but I don't break up marriages. And I tell them right up front that my goal is not to break their marriage up. And because they're, in most cases, not in all, their wives do not know. And so they are, they're not to be punished. So I allow them to have sex with their wife if their wife initiates it. I also help them to be better spouses by helping them to do things for their spouse's birthday and anniversaries, that kind of stuff. Because my goal isn't to break up any marriage. It's just to make the marriage stronger in the man having someone who guides him and trains him and tells him how to be a a man. Because Mm -hmm. I know what women want, what women need. So I train Mm -hmm. the man that way.
1: You don't look at it from um, the point of view of them cheating. It's more of like you look at it as your almost a relationship counselor
0: yes because they're not cheating I don't have sex with any of my boys
1: and
0: yeah I don't now that doesn't mean that I don't touch them they do get spanked they get whipped they get touched but I don't have sex with them but the whole thing of this is sexual it's a sexual dynamic Mm -hmm. it's part of what makes it work There's a sexual undertone. And I tell the married men, because here's the thing. These men are, they're they're subs, no matter what, no matter who they're talking to. I ask them first if they've tried it with their wives. And most of them say their wife won't do it or they don't want to tell their wife. So Mm -hmm. I give it that chance first. When that doesn't happen, they need guidance. They need help. So I see the men naked. I do. I also have the men, most of them cannot get hard unless I instruct them to now but so Mm -hmm. it is almost like a relationship counselor but that's what I am I'm a counselor I'm a therapist I am a mentor a trainer a teacher I am all that Mm -hmm. I know people in their minds when they hear dominatrix or mistress they think of the leather and the whips and you know that kind of stuff and that's just a tiny part of it but again I'm a different kind of mistress and I'm more into forming these relationships for life and helping them with their life I help them with work I help them cope at work I help them do things in their life because when they're better at that they serve me better so it's a selfish job then It is selfish Because it is all about me, but it's not selfish because they get out of it what they need. These people need it, desire it, want it. But I always say to them, it's like they have this hole. And as much as I try to fill the hole with what they need and desire, the hole never gets filled. Because the more you get this, the more you want. So it's not like you say, oh, I want a pizza. You eat a pizza and you're satisfied. No, it's like I need someone To dominate me, you get dominated and you want more. You're never satisfied. Mm -hmm. So they get what they want and need and desire. And then I get want and need and desire. But a lot of times it's more. it takes more out of me than it does out of them. They message me at all hours of the day, even if I tell them not to. I explain to them that I do have another job. I do have a family. I do have a life. They're needy.
1: Has there ever been any of your clients who have taken almost like a toll on you physically? Like a, a particular client where you're like, oh my God, I can't work with this person anymore. They're taking too much of my life away from me.
0: There's a couple of them like that. There was one in the beginning that it was just too much. I wasn't getting any sleep. And finally I said, wait a minute, I'm not your sub, you're mine. I don't need to be available every second of the, you know, day and night that you need me. And we ended up kind of parting ways. There's some others that get on my nerves and I just flat out tell them you're getting on my nerves and you (laughs) just have to stop right now. Uh, I'm not going to talk to you. You're getting on my nerves. Stop. Uh, you know, because I can do that. They are mine. And if and it's, it's actually a, a privilege to be mine. And they know this. And so I tell them I have other things I have to do or I ignore them.
1: Yeah. And this might be TMI for everybody out there. Personally, I'm a switch. So if you don't know what a switch is to the audience and whoever's listening, it's someone who... Switches between being dominant. So for me, I would be like a dominatrix to a submissive, which, you know, I only submit when I'm in a relationship or anything like that. Do you have anybody in your, I guess, arsenal that does that? Do you have any switches that you associate yourself with? Or is it just you make sure like they're guaranteed 100% subs?
0: I have actually taken dominant men, men who have been dominant on the website tell me they're dominant and turn them into subs i had one who was a switch he told me he was a switch he wasn't a switch he was a sub
1: it's almost like they're embarrassed to be subs and i just think that that's nothing to be embarrassed about you know
0: well it's not it's not now here's something else though the difference i will tell you what i found the difference between a male sub and a a male dominatrix actually or dominant person males (laughs) They tend to be dominant because they want sex. So their relationships Mm -hmm. with their subs are sexual. And I'm not going to tell you that's 100%. I'm going to tell you it's 99%. Mm -hmm. I had a sub who was an absolute sub. It was the first time he was a sub, though. And I took him through for like two years. And then he started getting uppity and we parted ways. He Mm -hmm. sent me a message about a year later saying he was now a dom. And I said, Oh, really? I said, let me ask you. (laughs) I said, "Um, do you have sex with these women? And he said, Yes, I do. And I said, You're not a dom. You're a man. I said, You just (laughs) uh, you're a dom only in that I did not allow you to have sex as a sub. Now you want to have sex. So you're calling yourself a dom. So Mm -hmm a lot of doms they're just in it for the sex the The sex sex, part yeah Mm -hmm.
1: yeah Uh, Yeah. for me a lot of the time when i have um men who like to claim their their subs when they're really just you know people that are like i don't know if it's like a fetish or if they just want to experiment or something like that but um you can always tell it's so weird because um, I can always tell like right off the bat, like, oh, this is going to be another one who's just like testing the fucking waters, you know, because I've had a couple people who have just like, I'm going to send you nudes <laughs> you know, yeah. and you're going to tell me what time and what to wear and all this other bullshit. I'm like, sir, that's not it's not this relationship. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but this is not what being a sub is, you know, exactly.
0: and then you have
1: people. And then there's a couple of, of guys that I've messed with, like, when I was in my, like, sub, like, mindset. They're just fucking guys looking to, like, exploit females, you know? Yes. Where it's like, where it's like they have a daddy fetish. And I'm like, this is why the BDSM community gets the, the rap that it does. Because people come in and they act like posers. And they just come in for money. Or they just come in for sex. Or they just come in to, like, abuse people. And I'm right. like, this is not what... Like this culture is like the culture is so much more accepting and so much more like adventurous than people think.
0: Well, and, and the ones that like the guys that say to me, I'm a sub, but I'll do better if you send me pictures of your boobs. Oh, I'm sure you would. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So and I do have those that when I tell them I don't have sex with my boys, they get upset and, and they're like, but that's so Powerful. And I said, just being a woman is powerful. And Mm -hmm. I have all the parts that are powerful. But what's really powerful is the fact that I can do this without having sex with you. Mm -hmm. And so you could tell the ones that it divides between the guys that are just out for the sex and the guys that really are subs. Subs, Yeah. and
1: 100%
0: the community itself sometimes does give itself a bad name when i first started on caller space honestly i wasn't on there to compete with anybody i was i was just doing it for me and whatever guys i got and but i would get messages from young women like 23 year olds i know you're young but i would get mm-hmm. from young women telling me basically stop doing this you old woman it was like I was a hooker standing on their corner and
1: I tell them, I've i gotten I've gotten the messages too don't worry yeah. <laughs> we're all hookers to somebody in the community well and
0: I'm like this is a big community we can share all these men if you have an issue with me then you are obviously not a very good mistress yourself mm-hmm. so they at several of those messages I would get. Now Then I would also get some from ones who were asking me from help other mistresses saying they're new to this. Could I give them some pointers and others inviting me to into their clubs and all that. So, you know, there are those that are definitely welcoming and encouraging and others who they, they use it for the wrong reason. Let's put it mm-hmm. that way
1: yeah Mm -hmm. they use it let's just be like point blank about it like a lot of and this is like the men use it for sex if they're not really part of the community men always use it just for sex Mm -hmm. and the women use it for money i can't tell you how many times i've gotten messages from females saying you know oh you're fucking with my income and blah, you took my guy and all this other bullshit. And I'm like, honey, I didn't take him. He was never yours if he came straight to me. That's just what it is. As a dom, if you cannot control your subs, that's not my fucking problem. Well, that's
0: exactly right. And the thing is that when a guy tells me that he has a um, mistress, I will tell him then you need to get permission to talk to me or I need to talk to her. I won't take anybody away. Mm-hmm. However, if they continually keep messaging me, then I will tell them, let me talk to your mistress. Some of them don't really have mistresses. They're making it up. I don't know if they think it makes them look better. I don't know. But um, I have received a couple guys from a couple mistresses who told me just take them. And then there's that scam too. There's a mistress that was texting me And telling me, you have to take this guy. I can't handle him. Tell him to do this, that, the other. And I believe that mistress was actually the guy. (laughs) I've had that happen twice. And I believe it was the guy (laughs) (laughs) pretending to be the mistress to give me himself.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I, I have one of them still. We have had it out. We have talked. Um, I give my guys nicknames, pet names, whatever you want to call them. Most of the time, Mm -hmm. this one's name is bitch. Um, my ringtone too is bitch alert. There's a bitch on the line. So I know when he's calling and I call him bitch. I don't even know if I remember his first name. But he had lied to me in the very beginning, and we have had issues, and he has been punished for it. One of the biggest punishments is I don't talk to them. Oh, that gets to him, doesn't it? I have guys all over the world, and I have them older, younger, but I have an age limit. I I can't go below a certain age. I I just don't. So what's your age limit? Well, I try to keep them 35 and older. And Even 35 is kind of young, but I say that because I do have a Mm -hmm. 35-year-old, but I I try to keep them a little older, and as far as age going up, mm, it doesn't matter to me. I also don't care what they look like. I don't care. Some of them think that they're so great, and they're showing me great pictures of their body, and look how long and big and this and that. I don't. (laughs) This isn't a dating website. I'm not going to date you. (laughs) I'm just here to boss you around. That's it. (laughs) Exactly. And I can do that. It doesn't matter what you look like. Mm -hmm. I have, I have an actor. I will not name names, Mm -hmm. uh, but he's actually an actor did movies and TV and he and I kind of had issues and I had to make it clear who the, the mistress was in this relationship And he, but he's an actor. So Mm -hmm. he likes to do the scenes, I guess. And we've had issues about that too. And we've talked about that. And, but you know, that's what all walks of life do this. He's an actor. I have had business men who I have CEOs. I do. I have CEOs of companies Subs are not just wimpy men when they, you can't go out and really notice who a sub is actually,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: because the CEO of a company could very well be a sub. They make these big decisions all day long, but they don't want to make these big decisions. So they like being a sub where somebody else makes the decisions for them. Mm -hmm. So I have all types of, of men.
1: In terms of like, so you said you you do sessions online, which you know I feel like everybody in the community just kind of does sessions online, especially with um the virus going around. Mm-hmm. But do you do sessions in person? Do you do? Sessions? I do. I do sessions in person too, but I don't even.
0: I kind of call them sessions with me these are relationships. I see them all the time. They're mine. I I communicate them with every day. So when I go over to their home or when we meet in a hotel, I normally have talked to them a lot. They've, they've served me before. I will see them again, but I have done sessions online because of distance and now because of the virus.
1: Um, so can you, can you walk me through what A typical session for you would be like?
0: You know, it all depends on the actual guy. I have one where I would go to his house. He was to meet me at the door. He met me at the door naked on his knees and he would have already my drink ready for me. He would usually make me my extra dirty martini or my Bloody Mary and it would be sitting on the table if we had decided on food beforehand, food would be there. If not, he would order it later. I would walk in, walk right over to my spot where I normally would go, sit down. He would then come over on his knees. And from there, it would be either we would, I would just have him sit there or I would... Uh, get him up to and spank him. It would just be whatever we decided. Uh, A lot of times it would be just doing my laundry because that's another thing people don't understand. It's not all just the spanking, the sex, the this. Mm. It's serving me. I've had them give me massages. I've had them rub my feet. I've had them do my laundry. Uh, I've had them take me places in their car. They pick me up and take me to where I need to go. Doctor's appointments. It's serving me. It's about serving. And this Mm -hmm. is what they want to do. You know, it's funny when I first told, because my family knows that I do this. The only one who doesn't know is my son and my daughter-in-law. Everybody else knows. And when I first told my daughter, she said, that's really mean. You're really mean to them. And I had to explain to her that I wasn't. This is what they need, want, desire. Mm -hmm. They basically have told me this is the way they want to be treated. And they need it. It's not mean. It would be mean not to treat them that way. So that's what I'm saying. It's a punishment when I don't treat them this way. And it was hard for her. And it's hard for a lot of people to understand that.
1: Yeah, when I first told my um my mom that I was doing this, because I've been doing this since I was about 16. 16. 17 is when I had first gotten into it. And like all the other people, I thought I was getting into it just for like strictly money, you know, because I was young and naive. And then I realized I actually liked it. And I kind of kept that to myself until, you know, recently, if I'm being honest, until I was about 21. And when I told my mom, she kind of just like, was like, uh you're not having sex with these men, are you? And I'm like, no, I'm not. This is like strictly like, it's almost like a stress reliever for them. And for me, it's right. like a form of therapy.
0: Exactly. And, and that's if,
1: what people don't understand.
0: In fact, they tell you, take your stress out on me, yell at me, um, do what you need to do. That's what I'm here for. And that is what they're there for. It is. And, but it is true because people who don't know it, they think you're being mean to them or they think you're having sex with them. And those were all questions, too, that were brought up at first when I did tell my family. Mm And, you know, I'm not embarrassed about it. I am actually doing a service, basically, but this is a lifestyle. And so I am a therapist. I'm just a different kind of therapist.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I really do help these guys they do if I didn't help them they wouldn't constantly be reaching out to me they reach out to me all the time in fact as we were talking I've had them reach out to me
1: yeah I've heard a couple of the notifications
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. and I don't ever okay there's limits too I don't make anybody um you know, do anything that's going to really physically hurt themselves. Yes. There's there's welts, there's bruises, but there's nothing that's going to land them in the hospital ever. Mm -hmm. I don't have them do anything that's illegal. We Mm -hmm. we don't bring in any kind of things that are illegal. Mm -hmm. I don't there's limits. There's hard limits. And each, actually, each boy has their hard limit too. There's some that will do some, some that won't do any. And I respect that. I have actually changed a lot of guys' limits too. It's
1: all about building trust and building comfort.
0: And it's, yeah. that's exactly what it is. It's about trust. And I tell them the same thing. You need to trust me and I need to trust you. It's a two-way trust and it has to be. It Mm -hmm. does not work without trust. And Mm -hmm. that's why it's a different type of relationship. People don't understand that. I mean, the things that these men do, I have one, the one who sent me the computer. He lives in North Dakota. I don't see him. He's in North Dakota. I'm not standing over him. This man is CEO of a company. He comes home every night and he chains himself up in his little room that he's allowed to be in. It's little. He eats out of a dog food bowl and he eats dog food. But here's the thing. I never make them eat anything that I haven't Googled. So I make sure that it's fine. So he eats dog food. That's, that can be human consumption dog food. Uh, He, everything he eats, he has to mix his urine in. He stays there on end alone in his little spot. I let him out for an hour a day so that he can get out and get some sun and get some fresh air. But this man, he and I call him it. He's it. And this man wants it because here's the thing. He doesn't even live by me. If he wasn't doing these things, and I know he is because I see him on camera, he sends me pictures. If he wasn't doing these things it, he didn't he doesn't have to do it. I'm far away from him, but he wants it, he craves it, he needs it, and this man has done things that even I cannot believe that he's does, but he wants to do it.
1: I always get scared when i have i had um a guy who wanted me to like do everything except kill him, and it was just. You know, there's, like you said, there's hard limits for everybody. And, like, sometimes you just got to fucking let them go because, oh, my God, sometimes these guys, like, they want stuff that you morally cannot do. Exactly. Exactly. and it's then so, I will and it. then you yeah. feel bad. And then they make you like they guilt trip you. And you're just like, I well, can't do that. <laughs> I,
0: I don't want to guilt trip me. What I tell them is I am not the mistress for you then. So please feel free to leave me. I am not the mistress that will do that. And if that's what you're looking for, I will let you go. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, they're fine. They they're good. Mm -hmm. this one though he likes torture and I will not torture him in any way that again is going to land him in the hospital I have definitely tortured him more than I would torture any of my other boys Mm -hmm. Uh, but he could take it it that's what he wants needs desires and is constantly asking for it and I always talk in the beginning I talk to my boys to get to know them I tell them that basically I don't have to do this because whatever I want done is what you will do. But Mm -hmm. I try to get to know them because it works better if I know more about them and more of what gets they want. Exactly.
1: I try not to um, get too far in my relationships until I know like exactly how far they're going to want to take it because you know, a repeating theme in this conversation is like comfort and trust. And if I can't trust them to not like try and sit there and pressure me to make them do something or for them to, you know, get fucking mad and, and threaten all this stuff that they're going to do. I've had people sincerely like tell me like, oh, I'm going to kill myself if, if you abandon me. And I'm like, I can't like the moment someone says something like that done you know, and I do like collaring ceremonies. Mm -hmm. So like they get decolored and all of that because I can't No, like I'm morally and mentally, I will not have that stress on my mind. Like that's something I won't do.
0: Right. And yeah, that's another thing. It's like, I don't want anyone to be fired from their job. So I don't make them necessarily Uh, kneel down at their desk and start doing things in the middle of the room. I have, however, made managers who have offices close their doors and do things while there's work going on outside. Mm -hmm. I have done that. Uh, But again, these type of people, that's what gets them. The The fear of getting caught. And that's what they want, but I won't do anything that's, and I tell them this, I'm not going to do anything that's going to get you fired, get you divorced, nothing. My job is not to ruin their life. My job is to make their life better. And I tell them that. In fact, a lot of them have mantras. I give them mantras and they say their mantra. They have a goal. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: When you're dominant, you're dominant. They've Mm -hmm. had, men have told me that they've had, um, you know, mistresses that, they could tell weren't really doms, you know, they, they think that it's whipping and come over here. One was just in it for the sex. He said, Mm -hmm. I'll have sex with me. But here's what I tell my guys. I said, anyone can whip you, make you get down, whip you and tell you to respect them. Mm -hmm. That's not me. I said, you will respect me because of the things that I do. You will just not help, but respect me. You will come beyond respecting me. There's a love there. Mm -hmm. It's a love that that's there with them. Mm -hmm. And, that is exactly what happens. And I tell them right off the bat, I'm a very powerful mistress. I don't lie. I am. I'm not just patting myself on the back. And I tell all of them. And later on down the line, they're like, I should have listened to you. I didn't realize. And I said, I know you thought I was joking. I don't joke. I don't lie. And I'm very powerful because they just, they eat, sleep, drink, breathe me. And that's the way it's supposed to be.
1: So just to wrap things up, do you have in terms of like people, Who, because like I said, when I was going into this, I was going into it really naively. You were going into it really naively. Um, Is there any advice that you would give for people who maybe know that they're like into it, but they don't know where to find like a community or like a dungeon or somebody to approach? What's your advice to people who want to be in the community? If you're a female and you feel that you want to get into this
0: lifestyle, not for reasons of sex, or to make money per se, but because you really truly feel this need, then caller space. That's what I did. I didn't have anyone guide me. I just went straight to caller space and <laughs> boom, it just happened. But mm-hmm. I had it in me. I could do it. There's also send messages to other dummies on caller space and ask them sometimes maybe for guidance. They people did that with me too. I am so different because it's weird. I'm not a huge part of the community on the outside i don't really go to the clubs i don't go to the munches i don't need to i have literally thousands of men who have contacted me that i could pick from Mm -hmm. but i don't i had to keep it small so by small i mean there's probably about nine ten of them Mm -hmm. but at any time i can make that bigger uh i am not ashamed of this i'm i'm i don't really try to hide it this is who i am and there's nothing wrong with it and if you're a sub and you're hearing this there's nothing wrong with that either that's who you are too and that's what i tell these people this is who you are this is what you are so if you found out that you could play the piano really well would you stop playing the piano never go play the piano no if this is what you are this is what you do then then feed it
1: wow guys i don't know about you but i really loved that episode i think there's a lot to say about sexuality and being in a community as intense as that now as always i love to hear what you guys think so head over to limits the podcast on instagram and go ahead and comment under this episode's post uh, i'd love to hear your guys's point of view on things so see you over there and see you next time bye